0: Anakin's podcast with me, the FedEx Kid. I have new episodes Wednesdays and Sundays. This podcast is meant to be listened to as a full episode. It is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Pocket Cast. Yes. you yeah, like, I'm not even sure what I'm saying. Sometimes I don't actually say words. I make sounds. Shit. Okay. Okay. I was listening to my old podcast, right? And I was like, okay, okay. But then, I don't know why. I'm ashamed of a couple of pad- podcasts. See, life is hard when you can't pronounce things correctly. Yeah, been going through my old podcast. I'm ashamed of them, some of them. But I'm really proud of other ones. And I'm like, yo, like it's really funny how my podcasts reflect what I'm going through at the moment like I remember talking about leaving community college like I don't even give a shit anymore I'm I'm gone from community college like it's an episode in the past like seriously I don't know I was because I was there so long it was like a negative thing for me but yeah I'm gone I'm off that I wanted to talk about eating disorders and Harvey Weinstein, so like men, don't leave just yet, because like how could you not listen to my podcast? It's just messed up. I don't know, when I was watching the Demi Lovato documentary and she talked, like, I'm gonna paraphrase this, but she said, I wish I didn't really have to think about, you know, like eating like food, like, am I doing this right? And then it reminded me of me because i have those thoughts as well i think for like i don't know i never went through the phase where you can see eating disorders they like cover a wide spectrum of things and just because you look a certain way doesn't mean you can't have an eating disorder like people would look at me and be like okay so you're skinny right what does that even mean doesn't mean anything your life is normal you don't who cares, right? But they don't really know about like my relationship with food. My relationship with food is really odd and it really speaks to like my mental state at the moment. Like for example, I hate breakfast. But in order for me to feel like I'm living life like normally, I have to start my day with scrambled eggs, bacon, sourdough bread and a cup of Joe like it that's how it happens sometimes I can't even eat the food but that's fine um like yeah so and that's how I know I started my day because that's the way it is you're like okay what does this have to do with an eating disorder I don't really know to be honest with you I just know that um I don't know I was really happy that Demi Lovato said those things because A lot of those things, I'm like, whoa, that's like, that's like me, you know? And it's really cool that somebody says it out loud. I think um, basically when I think of like eating disorders, I think of body issues as well. And a lot of people think that because I'm skinny, I don't have any body, body issues. And I wish you would know that I did. And I've had them since I was six years old. There's pictures where I'm sucking in my stomach because I thought I was fat. I remember running, crunches, sit-ups, push-ups when I was 6 years old because I didn't want to be fat and I needed to burn off calories and I obviously really wasn't fat at all. And then I go through episodes where I don't eat or like I can't eat because my stomach just doesn't like accept food and then I go through episodes of binge eating. So like if you're going through that, like I I feel you, man. And the thing is that most of the time I'm like ignoring stuff because I'm like if I pay too much attention to this like I might become obsessed with the this like I've never really like gone through the things where you like weigh your food and all that but I've done the whole scale thing like weighing myself every day I threw out my scale two years ago and since then I don't know what I weigh and like honestly I don't care because I think it's just so unhealthy Well, like, I don't know, but people still post pictures of it because of their gains and what. So I know some of those things were kind of, like, odd to say out loud, but I think it's an important episode of part, man, part of, like, moving on. You saying things out loud, acknowledging them, and holding yourself responsible. So, like, but honestly, the part where, like, I go, like, a day or two without eating that's not my fault like I can't control like my anxiety so like that part like I don't know (laughs) the only thing I could do is maybe like meditation and then maybe try to eat an apple afterwards but I hate myself for that okay all right so moving on to the Harvey Weinstein thing all right that is some shit when I first like saw Rose Mc whatever her face is, you know, Paige from Charm talking, I was like, oh yep, everybody thinks is gonna think she's fucking insane because whenever you speak out about something, especially if you're like Rose call her M because I can't pronounce her last name. I don't know, like when you're that good looking, it just like oh people just have such an issue with everything you say but to like my own shock and surprise like the world care especially cause that guy was a literal predator right oh shit I'm gonna reply to something yes to work with cam to push up yes cam yes can. Oh, crap, did you guys hear me? I was pointing to my boss. She's my boss. Everyone's my boss at work. <laughs> That's so sad. I want to be a boss. And then, such like a sexual predator that every woman in Hollywood had a story about it. And my entire timeline was filled with like people's stories. I'll get to it in one second, right? So everyone spoke out, and then um, there's been a campaign on Twitter, Me Too, that was started by black women of color a while ago, I guess. I I, I wasn't aware of it, so women shared their stories, talking about, like, child molestation. Oh, I laugh when there's something awkward. Um, and You know like their experience with sexual assault and rape and a bunch of things and I'm like well aside from like triggering me (laughs) what is the point of seeing all this on my timeline and that day I really disconnected with the internet usually I'm fully immersed and I'm like yes let's talk about this but that day I was like I don't really want to engage with like the internet right now I'm not you know, and even, you know, they also talked about slut shaming and blah, blah, blah. like, I don't know, you know, so, so then I was like, what is this doing, you know, like, what, and then turns out, I had like a little epiphany three days later, it's really important to talk about these things, like, um, you know, I think it's great, we have a space online, to like talk about it but okay so basically i'm really glad women are able to like men as well are able to open up about these things and not be ashamed and it's been fucked up because like i would say 75% to 90% of the people on like my timeline have a story So, like, even I have a story, so, like, it's, like, fucked up how this is happening, because at some point, we were all kids, and they taught us how to, you know, act right, and it didn't translate to real life. But, so, I'm going to talk about, like, my story, and then I'm going to talk about, I don't, it's not really, like like, one of those intense stories, so, like, you'll totally be able to listen to it. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna talk about it in a comedic way because I don't think I can get through it otherwise. And then I'm also gonna talk about the negative part of the Me Too campaign. So yeah, we can have both things. Okay, so let's talk about my story that's not really like all that bad, I guess. Oh fuck, I shouldn't have said that. It happened to me when I was like 15 or 16. And um, to this day, like, when I see a man in a bicycle, I'm like, oh no, I need to see your face. I told you guys I still can't make sense of it, right? So I was like, what, 16? Yeah, let's go with that. I was going to school at OFL, and let me just give you some geographical sort of info you guys know where Long Beach and Rosecrans is that right? Y'all yeah, know where the McDonald's is. That's where OFL is. So I thought, like, oh, because, like, when you're a teenager you and you don't have a car, you just, like, oh, fuck, I'll walk. I don't give a shit. And that day I was like, oh, I'm going to walk. Like, because, see. I don't know what my idea was with walking because honestly, what would have what would I have saved? The bus at the time was fifty cents, and the other one was like one twenty-five. I think it's now like one seventy-five and one fifty or something like that. So, I wasn't walking home because of money. I was just walking home because I wanted to walk home. It was the only day that I had ever, ever walked home. So I was walking home. I. Or maybe I had an earbud in one ear. Such so as, you know, walking. I was wearing these red plaid jeans. Kind of like punk ish, I would say. And a black, uh, probably Johnny Depp t shirt and a sweater. Like, I look like your regular 16 year old, kind of goth and whatnot. All that. You know what I mean, right? So, out of the nowhere. A man in a bicycle passes by and grabs my ass but the thing about this ass grab was that it was like he grabbed an entire half of my butt you know because I don't want to see something wrong right but like like grabbed onto it for more than like a second or two was like grabbed on But then, here's the thing, this man was on the other side of the street. I'm right where OFL is, right near the the subway. This man was on the other side of the street, like where the car working thing is. He crossed in the middle of traffic, passed right by on, or I guess on the sidewalk, grabbed my ass, then sped away, and back into traffic, and he was on the other side of the street now, where where he started. I don't know, like, to this day, part of me finds that impressive, like, how the fuck would he control traffic that way, like, and so, like, I was, I was, I just started walking home, because I was like, okay, someone grabbed my ass, and I guess, I don't know, I'm going home now, I mean, what are we going to do, go back and wait for the bus, I'm not, I don't know, so I started walking home, and I called two eleven, and I was like, hey, is it normal, for someone to grab your ass or like should I talk to the cops or something he's like oh my god are you okay like yeah like so I called like law the cops and I was like "Go, oh, hey this like creepy guy on a bike grabbed my ass like and then they're like well where are you and I was like well I'm by like you know where the kingdom hall is right I don't really know what that place but it, it is called but you guys should know where it is like oh why'd you walk that far like you should have stayed where it happened and I was like yeah sure I'm gonna wait around with this sexual predator I'm gonna wait around here you know and the so I got in the back of a police car because I guess that's where you ride whether you're a criminal or not interesting right and so they stopped a random man on a bike in the middle of this fucking traffic, right? The poor man had his hands up and they were like, look at him, is it this one? And I was like, oh no, it was not him. Yeah, so I, I thought that was like super sad and super hilarious, like that man was scared shitless because like cops stopped him, <laughs> but it wasn't him. What else do I have to say about this story? Right, so I was 16, you guys. I didn't have the body of a woman, in my opinion. I wasn't dressed provocatively, if anything, I was dressed to discourage people looking at me. And I was walking home, and this man was like, I'm guessing 40, you know? And I think I saw him, oh God, I told you guys I got a little too carried away with my voice. I told you guys, I was like, um, yeah, so, like, where was I? I forgot what I was saying. (laughs) I needed to relax for a bit. I feel, because I still had to take public transportation to school and whatnot, I think I saw him once, because a guy that looked exactly like him smirked at me, like, hey, do you remember when I grabbed your ass the other day? And it's like, well, let's talk about this. What does it mean? Like, Did he get any sort of, like, what did he get out of this? Because I feel like, you know, like, I don't know. This is a stupid question, but, like, why would he do that? Like, it still, to me, makes no sense. And it makes me, like, when I think about it happening to me, I'm whatever about it. But, like, if it happened to my daughter, I'd be like, oh, yeah, no. We're going to, like, do something about this. And how many other people did he do this to? And like, what kind of weird shit is this, you know? When I talk about it now, I think it's like, funny. But at the time, it wasn't funny. And it made me feel really bad. And and to this day, if I see a man on a bike, I have to look at his face. And I think all men on bikes are creepy. So, I don't know. You know what I mean? And so that's my personal experience with that. And as far as, like, slut-shaming, it's so funny to me. Like, when I think of a non-sexual person, I think of me because that's what I just think of. Like, I don't know why I'm a non-sexual human being. I don't exist. But in high school, like, I heard people say things like, Oh, you should hear the things they say about you or, like... I don't know. It's it's so stupid. I don't give a shit. Like, let's be better than what we are. But at the same time, I feel like if someone would have told me, like, hey, like, sex is normal. Like, all these things are normal. There'd be less shame surrounding it. I don't know. I feel like if I would have gone to a white school, like, (laughs) I would have been just fine. Like, I don't know. If that means anything. I feel like white people are more open about their sexuality. Like, Have you guys seen Riverdale where Betty's like, Oh yeah, no, I didn't do it with Jughead. Because we were interrupted. Like, I could never say that to my mom. Like, I probably could, but it would be weird. Alright, so let's talk about the negative aspects of the Me Too campaign. By the way, I've always wanted to tell that story. I just never have anywhere to fit it. And I fit it here. Um, you know... I don't know I feel like in real life I guess I've never been near a group of women that are like hey this happened to me but I know it happens but I just never been in that group I'm more in the group outside of that where people talk about their stories and people don't really care they're like okay sure you were molested as a child can we move on (laughs) this is awkward I feel like I would like the online commodity I can't say that word either like I feel like I wish that it could translate to real life where um, you know if women talked about it in real life women wouldn't be made feel to feel bad about it and like men too Like and I don't know how to deal with that part either like they're like when the Me Too campaign came out and men were like, hey, Me Too, not just women, um, some people were like, yeah, but you only really talk about it when women are talking about it. Like, when else do you want men to talk about it? Like, I think they belong in the Me Too campaign as well. If anything, like, I don't know. I think it's really, really sad. I've never, ever really heard a man talk about it and so like I don't know I think it's interesting which like moving on now let me tell you how I feel about like consent and what I'm going to teach my children okay when stories like this happen People always want to move on from, it could be your mother, it could be your daughter, it could be your sister, and they want to move on to, like, it could be your brother, it could be your father, like, they could be the rapist, you know, like, watch out. And so I've had to think about, like, the men in my life, and I honestly truly feel like most of the men that I, if not all the men that I've met in my life, especially, like, the ones related to me and the like, friends I had in high school, like they all had a really, really good concept about consent. Be- I said that wrong, Co- consent. Because consent is not a foreign like idea. It's just, it's, it's already something that we should have. But you know, like how do you even prevent rape? Like I'm not really sure you can do that. Like a lot of it's better sex at like consent culture and all that I mean by the time we get to the consent culture we're all past high school and we already all know what consent is like it's not a strange topic you know but I think it's important to take those like um we had a little quiz thingy that we like an online lecture for college but I feel like it's like more men that you take it than everything yeah i don't know I, I just i don't understand the people that rape people <laughs> because like i said we we all have a really clear concept of consent like now they're talking about like affirmative consent which is like good like yeah let's introduce these words they're all really important by the way who the fuck is listening to my podcast while well, it's not on an episode it's Meant to be listened to as a fucking episode, okay? Fucking episode. Otherwise, I feel bad when strangers listen to podcasts. That's what I'm going to start off with. So, what would I teach my children? Here's the thing. My mom was very clear when I was a child. She was like, Listen, nobody's supposed to be touching you this way. Like, nobody, like, she told me, like, all that. But I feel like none of that matter because i just i don't i think you're supposed to be even clear with your child like if something happens to you here's the thing you can't prevent things all the time i will believe you like i think that's very important and i would take care of my child whether it was a boy or a girl like especially like if i had a boy i'd be like listen this could happen to you and like if it happens to you i i you got to tell me like we're going to figure this out and it's not your fault and and i think it's like so much information to put on children but i think it's very like important cuz you just you don't know like Gabriel Union or Dwight or i don't remember talked about how she was raped at work while she was working at Payless, it's like, it could happen to you and it could happen to you anywhere, like, you're not safe anywhere, which is why I have to take, there's, this, school is offering this, like, self-defense thing, <laughs> I was like, i oh, me, I'm signing up, my niece doesn't want to go, but I'm like, listen, listen, I don't trust the world I live in anymore, so yeah, like, that pretty sums up, pretty much sums up my feelings, like, Anybody can get raped right. and we should all like like you know, like acknowledge the problems that this world has and all take preventative measures which don't really exist that much but also we should be aware of like resources and if someone tells you something like believe them. I'm a big fan of if someone tells you something believe them, I've made the mistake in the past of not believing someone and to this day I feel like a shitty person and, and I don't know like you live and you learn, I'm not perfect and I'm not saying like oh I didn't believe like it was just too much for me to process and so I just didn't really think too much and I, I kinda hate myself <laughs> Um. But yeah, if this didn't make sense to you, it's because it's a really complicated topic to talk about. And it shouldn't be like this is like a good starting point. Really intense. It's Sunday, you guys. But, hope you didn't hate this episode. I'll see you on Wednesday.